Hello, amigos and amigas, and welcome back to another episode of A Toda Madre, the podcast. My name is Sylvia Brands. Um, if you've been here before, thanks for always coming back. And if you're new here, I'm happy that you're here. I'm happy that you are listening to this episode on Friday, December 30th, 829. Just kidding. That's probably not when you're listening to it because this is when I'm recording it. So you're probably going to hear it a little later and that's fine, but I hope that you listen to this episode before the new year, but if not, that's so great. I feel like this is still a good episode to listen to in the new year. Now, with that being said, as I'm going to be more vulnerable, more real, more transparent, I want you to know that not every day is going to be a kickstart, awesome, amazing day. And again, we get on these social media platforms that tell us otherwise, but it's just not true. Um, I just want to let you know that this morning at 3 a.m., Charlie woke up and needed me. So it was one of those like moments where sometimes we let him fall back asleep. And uh, no, today at 3 a.m., he was like, no, no, ma'am, like I need you to come here. And... So I had to go. And if a lot of you probably really don't know this, but, and if you have tips and tricks, please send them my way. But when I wake up or I hear Charlie, it is nearly impossible for me to fall back asleep right away. It takes me a really long time to fall back asleep. And so then I'm kind of screwed with getting the sleep that I need. And fun fact I am a person who without sleep is just, I, I guys, I, I mean, I won't do anything terrible, but like, I just, I'm a really crummy person. I'm not who I normally am. I'm just yuck. It's it's just like a version of myself. That's like a C minus, C minus, you know? And I just want to share that. I just want to share that it is normal to not have every single night of sleep or every morning be just like peachy keen and be amazing and start with this rock star of a day. That's just not it. And I'm, I'm, and I think that we need to normalize that, that again, it's just like people have rough starts, but it doesn't need to just like cloud over your whole day. Because you do have the opportunity to turn it around. And so this is me turning it around. I was like, okay, um, again, my in-laws are still here. So I'm literally recording this podcast episode in my bathroom at my sitting vanity because um, I can't record in my office because um, my mother-in-law is working in their guest room and my father-in-law is out with Charlie and there's just so much noise. So again, guys super transparent, right? There we go. Here you have it. You saw it. You hear it like super transparent. Now, with that being said, this episode is called Signed, Sealed, Delivered. It's yours. And I I named it that because one, it's one of my favorite songs. Please play it at some point today. But it's just the perfect energy of going in, leaving 2022 and walking into 2023. And it's just so exciting. And it's so interesting because I'm going to, and also I'm going to super validate. If you had a year that was really hard and maybe there was lots of loss or grieving 
obviously there's nothing anyone can say or do to be like, oh, because I really hate when like, for example, someone passes away and they're like, well, everything happens for a reason. Like, yo, read the room, read the fucking room. That's, you know, so I feel that I absolutely validate that. So if it, it was just a hard year, it was just a hard year. Absolutely. But we're going to, I'm going to try my best to like shift your perspective, shift your mindset a little bit around that. But before we do, if you listen to Expectations of a Toda Madre in 2023, I'm already starting that format. So we're going to, before we get, get into like the nitty gritty, I'm going to start with telling you what I'm watching, what I'm reading, what I'm eating, etc. And then we're going to get into the nitty gritty and then we're going to end with this beautiful affirmation at the end, right? Okay, beautiful. So I just told you about my morning. <laughs> um, yes, Drake is still at training. So again, this is just like me doing the mom thing. And then my in-laws are here and they're here for about another week. And then um, they also leave. But guys, I'm so excited and proud of myself. I put Christmas away. My house is super clean. And I love that for me. Like everything is back to normal aside from the fact that my in-laws are still here. But even then, in the nicest way, I'm just ready to get back to our routine. Get back to like what normally happens, how I normally do things, how I normally work. Um, And so that's, again, that's something that I really look forward to is just kind of like a normalcy again. Even though Drake's not home, But again, that's something that just like comes with the territory of like, I married a pilot. Like that's just what it is. So what I'm watching, I'm watching Yellowstone. If you follow me on Instagram, you will know that I, um, for Christmas, I asked for boots and Drake bought me boots and listen, I am the new and refined Beth Dutton. Um, yeah, take it, take it for what you will. It's just a phenomenal show. I've actually turned or I've put people on to Yellowstone like so many times. Like it's just such a good show. And you don't have to be like a rancher or a cowboy or whatever. Like it's just such a good show. And I don't want to give you more. Just like try it. Just try it. Just try it. Um, Like my dad says, no pasa nada. <laughs> so try it. Um, also, I'm also watching the best man series. I'm like on episode like two. Oh, I think I'm, I just started episode three. So like, I haven't watched it yet. <clears throat> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm always going to say it's pretty good though, because I just have the nostalgicness of like, I have followed the two movies prior. Um, and it's really cute. However, I will tell you, there's a lot of like graphic or nudity moments, and oh my God, you guys. Okay. So we, we typically have a, um, we have a TV out in the living room and Drake and I have this rule about, we don't watch TV in our room. Uh, as a matter of fact, this is like the first time we have a TV in our room anyways, but the specific account it's on is on our living room TV, not in our bedroom. Well, I had asked, I was like, Hey, is it okay if I watch my show to like my in-laws? Charlie was already asleep and they were like, yeah, sure. Whatever. And Mrs. Brands actually was like, oh, you know what? I'm good. Like I'm going to go shower and I'm going to go read in my room. I was like, beautiful. Cool. It's a me time, right? Mr. Brands was like, oh, okay. Like I'm not going to watch it either. I'm just going to be like in and out from the computer room because he does computers 
from the computer room to the kitchen, like, et cetera. I was like, oh, awesome. So I was like, cool, I have some me time. So I like pour myself a bottle. <laughs> well, I didn't pour myself a bottle. I pour myself a glass of wine and oh my God, you guys, I'm like still so embarrassed. It like makes me blush. There is a scene. I'm going to go ahead and spoil it because it's you're, you're going to be like, if I don't fucking tell you the scene, you're going to be like, what the fuck does this mean? There's the scene where one of the characters gets completely butt naked and just jumps into the pool. And I'm telling you, you see everything. Well, cue my father-in-law, Mr. Grands, walking in right at that scene. And I am like, oh my God, shoot me. And I... <laughs> Again, you react like it's your dad. So I was like, oh my God, Mr. Brands, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I was sitting there apologizing. I was like, oh my God, Mr. Brands, I'm so sorry. I didn't know he was going to do that. And he was like, it's okay. Like, you know, TV does that sometimes. It just like really surprises you. And he was like, and also just like, I feel like TV just like puts everything out there. So don't worry. It's not your fault. <laughs> And he was doing his best to make me feel so much better, but I literally couldn't look at him anymore because I was like, oh, this is so terrible. And he like, he must've felt weird too, because he immediately like grabbed his glass of water and just like left. He didn't even say anything anymore. He just like walked back out. Um, so yes, please be mindful of when you're watching that show because, or what room you're watching it in, because yes, there is nudity and like, you know, just saucy things that happen in the show. But, um, yeah, just beware. Um, the last thing I'm watching and you guys are totally going to judge me for it. And that's completely fine is I'm watching Emily in Paris. It is complete garbage, but I have already watched the two other seasons. So how could I not watch the third? Um, I finished it last night. I think that's it for the show. At least I hope it is because it was really hard to just get through season number three. So if, you have not seen the show, save yourself three seasons. Don't even start it. But if you've watched the first two, it's okay. Like just, just finish it off, but just know that there's not going to be like any fireworks or like amazing Amazon review for it that you're like, oh my gosh, five out of five. No, it's going to be like a zero out of 10. And don't get me wrong. I'm all about the fashion. I, I actually like really loved this show because of the fashion. Cause like you would never wear this stuff in real life. But I just got to say, season three is just like no one would really wear some of the things that Emily would wear. Like nobody. Even the people in France, like in the backgrounds were like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing? So there's just that. But again, I'm all about women empowerment. So I'm just like, yes, please fuck it. Fuck it up. I love it. Um, but it just seemed like very mucho, but I love it. I love a little extra. I love me an extra puffy sleeve. You know this. So that's what it is. Anyways, moving on. So what I'm reading, I'm reading, I think it's called Visioneering and I'm going to be really honest. I don't know the author, but it's pretty, it's really good. Uh, it's like a faith-based book. I'm really enjoying that. I'm also reading the Bible and I'm doing like my 52 days to reading the Bible and that's been going really well. It's been good to, it's been good to sit with Jesus, but also like think about the stories of the Bible that like actually really happened. And then you just really think to yourself like, dang, God is such a gangsta. Like he, he is really the ultimate OG. Like 
you want to hear about a gang? He had disciples. And if you're trying to be like, well, somebody isn't like somebody um, did him dirty. Absolutely. That happens in real life, too. So don't come at God like that, <laughs> you know, and God was so good about being like, don't try me, you know, and if you did, then he'd be like, hold my beer situation, you know, so that that was so groovy. That was so cool. That was just so good for him. And sorry, I just got a text that just kind of distracted me. And let's see what I'm eating. Um, I'm eating tamales and it is very good for me. <laughs> but just kidding, guys, like it's coming to a dwindling end. And again, I'm really actually excited because as soon as my in-laws leave, I am going to go back to my meal preps and I am going to shout out to Alpha Fuel Meals. Um, I'm going to go back to Lupe and her business of Alpha Fuel Meals, which again, this is not a sponsored thing. I just genuinely love her and her food. Um, and yeah, cause I'm going to get back at it. I'm going to get back into my rhythm at the gym and, um, eating clean, etc. because they have like really serious, um, strides that I want to make. And so that's really important to me. But as far as tamales and Dunkin' Donuts coffee, like that's what we're doing. I'm not having the donuts. I just, I really enjoy the coffee and Ooh, and I'm also eating the Ruffles Chile Limon chips. Those have been delicious. Um, very random, I know, but I just wanted to be completely honest. Anyways, let's dive into Sign Sealed Delivered. It's yours. Now, if you follow me on my IG stories, I kind of talked uh, this about this a little bit in my stories and... I just want to dive into it a little deeper just because I think it's so interesting how at the end of every year, people like want to say like, oh, fuck 2022. Like, I'm so done with this year. All of this stuff, right? Excuse me. Yeah. So there's this, this energy, right? Like fuck 2022. Sorry. I was literally going to choke. So I had to pause recording and Or we like to just get mad about what was really frustrating. And we forget about kind of like the peaks and the valleys. Like we only talk about like the just the really shitty, really hard. Like those are the things that stand out the most to us. But what if I told you what would happen if you looked at 2022 like your senior yearbook? What if you looked at your 2022 like your senior yearbook and then like if you could pick one defining moment that you're like, this was really memorable for me and it's like a picture of you. So I encourage you to look through your camera roll and find a picture of yourself that you really like And I strongly even, I'm going to take this a step further. I strongly encourage that it's like a picture of just you. I understand if like your spouse is in it or your kid is in it because I have a lot of those pictures as well, but I'm going to really encourage that you find one where it's just you by yourself. I don't care if it's like a bathroom selfie, whatever, but one that really embodies the year. 
And then think of your senior quote to go under that picture. And I shared mine yesterday on IG and it was the picture of me, which it was very funny because everybody hit me up and they were like, this was the one where, um, you went to bad bunny. And, um, I kept saying like reporting to you live with my chichis out again, you had to like really follow me on IG anyways, but my senior picture was that is just me getting ready for a bad bunny. And I remember why this was so monumental guys. I remember why it was such a big deal was because I wanted to wear something really saucy. One, because I was living at home at the time and I knew my mom was going to talk shit to me of like, Ooh, you're a mom now. Like, why are you wearing that? And I just like, again, it was this like power of like, no, like I'm a grown ass adult. I have a husband. I have a son. Like I'm good. Like I'm a grown ass. Like I can make a decision about what I want to wear. And secondly, because this past year of 2022, I've had to show myself a lot of like body love because again, your body just fluctuates like from the time you stop breastfeeding to like your body, like regulating its hormones afterwards. And then just like your metabolism trying to get their shit together. And so I remember wearing this outfit and feeling really good about it. And I was just so excited to go to this concert of this album that just like really commemorated 2022. Like I'm always going to think of 2022 and think of Bad Bunny because like me and Charlie listened to that album nonstop. And okay, so that's my senior picture. And the quote that goes under that is, I am the magic and no matter how many times the world tries, I will always gravitate back to me because I always know my way back home. That's my senior quote. And if you're thinking, Sylvia, did you find that quote? No, like that's just a quote from Sylvia Brands. So I'm going to encourage you to do the same thing. Find that picture of yourself that commemorates 2022. And what would the senior quote be under that picture for this year? Because a lot of times we treat like the past year, like a bad boyfriend that we broke up with. And it's like a Taylor Swift song after. No, no, it doesn't have to be like that. It could just be normal. It could just have this acceptance around the fact like I had the year I had in order for other things to be at play. And I know that sometimes it's really hard to see that. But again, that's mindset work is that we really, really never take the time to realize like what was at play here? What did I learn? What did I recognize? What did I discover at this time. And that's a really powerful tool and muscle to exercise daily. So I want to leave you with that. Also, I encourage you to go through your camera roll. Your camera roll literally is a yearbook of your life. And I also, if it's really hard to find a picture of yourself, I want you to make a mental note of the fact that like, dang, in 2023, I need to take more pictures of myself so that there's proof of me walking through this life. It's not me just being a um, a paparazzi of everybody else. Oh, there we go. This is the word I was looking for. A historian of everyone else. If you guys can hear Charlie in the background, it's because, uh, guys, I'm at home recording and 
he's with Mr. Burns. But yes, that's just the situation we have. Anyways, so with that being said, I want you to set yourself up just with that. Now, if you follow me on IG, then you already know that my vision board workshop is coming up January 14th, 10 a.m. at Hanai Coffee here in Phoenix, Arizona. And I'm really excited about it just because, again, it's an in-person event. And again, we've gotten so comfortable with everything being online that that's just like the norm. But guys, it's time to get back into like in-person events and just like feeling that energy, being able to give somebody a hug, being able to meet somebody in real life. Um, Because a lot of us have so many Instagram or TikTok besties. And then when we meet them, we're like, oh my God, you know, which is beautiful. But we also should give ourselves the opportunity to meet people in real life as well. So vision board workshop. And I wanted to talk about this because again, whether you choose to come to mine or you can't because you don't live local and you listen to this podcast, I got you. But let me tell you why in itself is an, it's important to do a vision board workshop. Because it gives you the time, the space, and the opportunity to sit down and get really clear on what you want, how you're going to move differently, and why and how you shouldn't obsess over goals. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to say something very controversial You're probably going to at me. It's fine. I literally don't believe in goals. I really don't. I believe in intentions and in action. And along the way, those goals are naturally going to happen. Because I really do think that when you're so focused on the goal specifically, You miss so many of the lessons, so many other opportunities that weren't on that piece of paper or that list that you just become so consumed with that goal specifically that you miss every single opportunity or other learning lesson that comes along your way because you're trying so hard to fulfill that goal. Also, goals kind of like are a bonfire of a to-do list. I don't know why and I don't know when it started, but humankind, we love to make a list. We love to check off that list and think about it. It's everywhere. Like Santa has a list. We make grocery lists. We do to-do lists for our lives and I get it. It's all about how productive we are. But that's the thing is that then that's what kills us is that we then define our own self-worth from how productive we are And then we think that we have to earn everything. And again, goals is another form of that. We think if I don't do, if I don't hit this goal, this goal, and this goal, then I'm trash. And we miss the mark of what other lessons could have happened, what other opportunities learned. And then we sit in the fact of like, well, I feel like shit. Well, I'm not good enough. Well, I should just quit instead. Do you see? Do you see that? Do you see what I mean? And another piece of it is that people focus so much on goals 
that the thing that's actually going to get you to hit the goal is how good is your self-trust? How good are you at keeping your word to yourself? And let me tell you, a lot of us don't have any. A lot of us don't have any self-trust. And so if you go and tell me, hey, I'm hey, I'm Juana and I have zero self-trust, but here I am going to hit three goals this year. Power to you. I, 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 I love to see a queen winning. Absolutely. 100%. But my question to you is, okay, but like, can you commit to the fact that you say I'm in a journal three times a week? Can you commit to the fact that you say, I'm going to hit the gym once a week? Can you commit to the fact that you've said that you're going to read 10 books in a year? We have to start small. We have to start with the, I'm going to read five pages every night. Because again, your brain needs evidence to believe in the fact, oh, okay, I can be consistent. I can keep my word to myself. I am devoted to this thing. Because again, I got a problem with the word consistent and resilient. And so that's another podcast episode. But you have to be able to have evidence in your brain and to show yourself that kindness of, I'm really good and gentle with myself that I can keep my word to myself, but also I'm going to do it in a lovingly way where I present it in realistic measures. So I don't like goals. I don't believe in goals, but I believe in self-trust because the self-trust is gonna what's going to move you. And it's why I believe in becoming and your intentions. Those are the two things that I believe in. I believe in the person that you're becoming. And I believe that if you get really clear on your intentions for the year, that those are the things that will move the needle way more for you better than a list of goals. Okay, and so I just, again, shameless plug here is that is why a vision board workshop is so important. Now, that's why I have literally held, and I think I've done it for the past, what, three or four years, held a vision board workshop that is interactive, that is super hands-on, that we're able to discuss, that we're able to get feedback, have it be kind of like a soundboard, because those are the things that are necessary for your growth and for you to feel validated and seen. So this is why I'm, I keep on harping on Make Your Vision a Toda Madre 2023. I hope you can be there. I hope that you take the investment today and you're like, you know what? I'm going to claim my spot. I'm going to reserve my seat and I'm going to get really serious about what I want this year to look like, not just for 2023, but for the trajectory of my life. Because like I said, and it's the title of this podcast episode is signed, sealed, delivered. It's yours. 2022 signed, sealed, delivered. It's yours. Same thing with 2023. God has already delivered what you're going to do in 2023. But again, it's up to us to take that responsibility, that accountability to say, okay, I'm taking my responsibility and I am a co-creator and I'm going to make 
decisions. I'm going to accept the vision. I'm going to be obedient to the calling in the ways that I'm supposed to serve. That is going to what's going to make you move different. Versus I am going to listen to my imposter. I'm going to listen to that inner critic. I am going to listen to my self-limiting beliefs. And that is the self-work. That is why spaces like my vision board workshop are necessary. That is why working with me one-on-one or in a group coaching setting is necessary and so beneficial to your growth. Because it provides support, accountability, but most importantly, action. And I want that for you. I don't want it to be, oh, yes, 2023, find me in the gym, new year, new me, blah, blah, blah. And then come March and it's like, maybe next year is my year. No. No, you have the opportunity, you have the tools, but it's up to you to make a decision of like, okay, am I going to take on these resources that I need, that I need, or am I just going to continue to sleep on myself, on my potential, on the fact that I keep having this vision about what I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm not really sure So I'm just going to keep waiting in this like lobby of life. And I have already said this, I think on a podcast episode or a reel, I can't remember, but I have broken up with, I don't know because I don't know represents a space that I liked to sit in because I was scared. And if you're honest, I don't know represents a very similar space for you as well. When you don't know, it's us choosing to remain idle because something is scary or something is different or it requires change or it requires you to be like really obedient and self-disciplined and that shit is hard. And I'm just being honest. And that includes me too, because I'm human. But don't you see that on the other side of that fear, of that self-limiting belief, of that change, it is the biggest reward that you've been looking for. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And my coach says this all the time. She says, what you all, what you have already created in your life is because of your thoughts. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. I was trying to find the specific quote, but I don't think I'm going to find it. Ah, here we go. The thing you hate is your biggest opportunity. 
the thing that's driving you nuts is really what's showing up for you. And I mean that in the sense is like, um, maybe it's an idea that won't leave you alone. Maybe it's a podcast that you're like, shit, I'm really supposed to talk about this, but I just like, I don't know if I can. Oof. The thing that's driving you nuts is what's showing up for you. Dang, I know I'm supposed to build that community, but like, what, where, where do I fucking start? Shit, I know I'm supposed to be a coach, but like, how could I, you know, she could never. But where you want to go is through that challenge. It's like, oh my God, I desire to create that space, but I have to come up with the challenge. But once you're on the other side, it's like, oh my gosh, how could I have lived my life without this? I literally saw a, um, a colleague, shout out to Heather, um, a colleague the other day at the zoo, I was with my son, my goddaughter, and I ran into her and you know, we're homies and, um, but we worked together a long time ago and she was like, Oh my God, Samia, how are you doing? And she, we both worked at the clinic at the time when we were friends, but she left and started her own business. And let me tell you, she's like number one in the state when it comes to dyslexia. She is a fucking thug when it comes to that. And she took a shot on herself and was like, I'm going to do this. And same goes for me. I left speech to pursue my coaching. And, you know, I'm doing this full time. And when we saw each other at the zoo, she literally looked at me, didn't miss a beat. We said hi to each other, like hugged each other. And she was like, how are you doing? And I was like, I'm great. And she was like, me too. And she's like, aren't you just so happy? And I was like, yeah, girl, I really am. I really, really am. And don't get me wrong. We both said like, yeah, there was like some hard lessons there and some things that, you know, we had to like learn and, and brush ourselves off from and like how, you know, we might do things a little differently or whatever, but it didn't change the fact that this is the outcome that we've always wanted. And it was worth the rough patch. It was worth the uncomfortableness. It was worth the change and the, like the talking of the self-limiting belief to be on this other side. And that's why I'm saying that vision board workshops are so important. So if you can make it to make your vision at Toda Madre 2023, this is your sign to go to the my link in bio on my IG and save your spot. And more importantly, if you're really serious to work on that mindset work, to get really serious on that belief system and get really clear on how you're going to move and do that self-work, I really encourage you to work with me this year, whether it's one-to-one or in that group coaching setting. Because it will change your life. And as a matter of fact, the trajectory of your year and your life. Yes. So, link in my bio. I want to see you. I want to hug you. I want to listen to your vision board. I want to I want to go over that with you. 
which is what I love too. Cause like in person, it's like you're waiting for, I mean on the, um, the interwebs, you're waiting for a turn to talk. That's what's kind of beautiful of an in-person event again. So like I said, we're going to end with an affirmation every single time. And here's your affirmation. I love who I am becoming and I'm giving her permission to show up. If you're a male listening to this, I love who I'm becoming and I'm giving him permission to show up. Love that. Love that for you. So as always, I'm just excited. This is really the opportunity for it to be your year. But again, it requires some some decision-making, some getting really clear, some being a little uncomfortable, but actually making moves. So I love you. Have a great day. And I hope you do something super chill for New Year's. As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to go eat some tacos and have some drinks with some friends and be in bed by 10 10 p.m. and catch a flight the next day. So... Friends, loving you so much. Have a happy new year. See you on the next track. Bye.